you from the stash Where reality and podcast collide within the music industry With your host, James Davis McAllister Welcome back to another From the Stash podcast, and I'm your host, James Davis McAllister. And in today's episode, um, I have a special guest all the way from Albuquerque, Seth Darling, the mastermind behind the Grind Project, Grindcore po- Project uh, Nympho. Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, joining. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. It's only the 95th time that we've done this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so <clears throat> uh, let me ask you this. Um you, we had spoken before and you said you had a uh, trouble, uh, troubled uh, childhood. Okay. Do you think that that um, led you to music? Is that what led you to music or, or like was a, a parent or a friend or an uncle or something like that, that made you get into music? Oh, that's a long story, but I am totally willing to tell it. So <laughs> go um, for it. you're the guest. My, um, my parents were pretty unstable. You know, they still are. I don't, I don't speak to them anymore, but um, you know, being 28, you know, I have, other shit to worry about but um that's gotta hurt though you know? oh yeah I've, not I to kinda... not to poke not to poke into wound but no you're good i think subconsciously probably but i mean you know when i was a kid probably more so but now i'm just like i just rather would worry about myself and people I, I care about but it started um you know people would ask me oh you, you've moved around a lot in your past when you were a kid uh were your parents in the military i said no they're just unstable um but the ironic thing is you know, I was, uh, music's been a, a part of who I am since I was a kid. You know, it, um, I had soundtracks for my toys when I was listening to mu- uh, music simultaneously, but <laughs> it's ironic because my dad and I'll give him, I'll give credit where it's due. He got me into loads of bands that led to other things and different movie soundtracks that led me to, to different things. And he put Ableton live on my computer when I was like 15 years old, cause I asked him and, um, he showed me some things. He bought me like half the equipment I have in the room right now. You know what I mean? Um, and it's ironic because now I'm writing songs about him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Kind of, kind of messed up, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's, now listening it's, just, to dude, it's just catharsis is all it is. Yeah. You know? Now listening to him, bro. Now I'm like, Oh shit. Now I'm thinking, Oh my God, that's, he's talking about his dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, I, I'm sure which, I'm sure you'll be able to figure out which track. And there's a few of them. There's one in particular you'll be able to figure out really quick, I think. But. Well, I'm excited uh, to like, like I'll, I'll be very transparent. I've listened to some of your stuff, right? But I haven't mm-hmm. listened to everything. And you got you, you brought my attention to some things uh, today, some of your stuff. So I'm like um, listening to uh, Father Russia and I, God damn it, what burn. And it's, it was a lot different style than what I'd heard on, you know, raw. Um, I can't think of the names of them, bro. You got so much stuff. Um, and I was like, damn, man, holy shit. This is almost mainstream. You know what I mean? Like, this is almost radio. Like they're singing in it and like, uh, just it's groovy and, um, not cause I love grind. So don't get me wrong, but I was shocked. I was shocked. So you're a well-versed musician, you know, and I I urge people to, if you're going to go listen to his catalog, go listen to those songs first, or at least one of them, father Usher or, uh, burn listen to one of those first before you go into the grind core and judge instantly. Cause a lot of people listening to this 
mm-hmm. have never heard of grindcore or never listened to it. So right, I, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's a song actually. I like I, I dubbed this stuff grind, and there's some elements in there, especially with like the faster, springier stuff. But there's one song on the self-titled EP, uh, the one um, with the song "Starfucker" and the New Age and all that on it. The mm-hmm. song "Take My Life" is actually about my parents and how it's affected relation my relationships with people, mm-hmm. lovers, friends today. And there's a lot of singing on that one too. Um, it's not okay. as some, there's like some screaming in the beginning, some fast blast beats and stuff, but um, it kind of mellows out during the verse slash chorus thing, whatever it is. Um, and I'm singing over it, and I think that might be a good pick for somebody to, to start with as well mm-hmm. to kind of understand where I'm coming from musically, emotionally, and so it's not so uh deafening right away you know what i mean right off the bat i do it turns people off unfortunately right mm-hmm. me it doesn't because i like it i grew up with it on my space and yeah, shit, you know? yeah. so but go ahead back to your story uh how oh. um your dad yeah. you know, yeah, go ahead so um i guess you know that's kind of the, the gist of my childhood i've written some songs about that i've written songs about like past lovers and well how did you learn how to write songs and, and do all this Oh, okay. So my dad gave you me- do everything. Let me be clear to the crowd. You do everything. <laughs> the fans. Yeah, I do you're- everything myself, dude. No, it's just just trial and error as I got older. You know, trying to look shit up or find free open, like, open source programs and and for like graphic designing, like the other parts of it and like. Um, did you learn yeah, yourself? Like you taught yeah, yourself yeah. all that. I didn't, like, I didn't like, go to school for anything, dude. I haven't even like been the college. producing. Well, I didn't know if you had a friend or like you know something like that because oh, you know what I'm saying. No. No, not even. Holy that, shit. That's even more impressive, Seth. Thank Damn. you. Yeah. I, I do it all myself. I just sit in the bedroom and for hours on end sometimes and annoying, annoying my girlfriend or the yeah. neighbors. I've never been bitched at by neighbors though. Thankfully, except yeah, one, were... one time when I was playing guitar at four in the morning, <laughs> I actually wrote a song about that guy too, but even though it was my fault. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, yeah. well, you, you, well, Jesus, dude. Like, that's crazy that uh you write all that without that's crazy you write all that without like excuse me any proper training or any training with a friend or whatever you know because i learned a lot of things from being in bands right i'm a singer so it's a little different but like this new band uh i'd rather die like i'm a part of the songwriting process you know because i've been now you know even i can't play an instrument to save my life but now that i i know how to put together a song i can structure a song like anybody else right so you know i can go hey i want you to go and they know what i mean you know i don't know the notes i don't know you know so yeah yeah yeah. it's good to have that kind of kind of chemistry man i'm actually talking to a couple people right now um yeah i was gonna say of this project um so full what band, you're thinking? What's that? You're thinking full band then? Yeah, I'd like to, man. If I can build up the stamina for that, those inhales and shit that I do, <laughs> the streaming stuff. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, brother. Guy, he's good been, luck at shows. What's that? Good luck at shows. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll figure it out. It's not a. Huge no, I'm teasing. You you got it. You got it, brother. <laughs> but uh, one guy I'm talking to, he wants to do guitar. Um, he's got like equipment he's only like 45 minutes away from me um and this other girl um wants to do bass and we're all going to get together next tuesday and jam and i'm kind of going to teach them some riffs and things oh, no shit yeah just to kind of oh, yeah, see quick and kind of in a way audition then you know you, yeah you know so you it's mean. is it hard to find people because of where you are um i don't know i've never really delved into the process of trying to find people i mean mm-hmm. maybe a few times I've, I've had some groups of people that have had falling out with since but um 
Um, except one guy I'm still friends with him. He's pretty dope. His name's Derek. Um, but um, he's actually the one that introduced me to the girl that I'm going to audition next week and, and jam with. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think the main, uh, the most difficult part for finding a band or getting a band together would probably be the drummer, especially with the crazy fast shit that I... 100%. I, 100%. Yeah. Especially with the shit that I program in, because I want it to be yeah. tight. I don't want it sloppy, especially with all that. Right. Shout out to my co-host. Last beats. And, uh, yeah, shout out to my, yeah, my shot. Yeah, I love my drummer, man. He's he's a co-host on the on the show uh here and there. And I love oh, him. Cool. You know, he's a young, young boy, 22 years old, classically trained. Um, oh, wow. you know, he's just now getting into metal, right? So I mean, he's been in for about a year and a half, two years. Um, so you know, to him, it's in right. I mean, he's in like two other bands, and like the dude's like a, a, a prostitute because, like you just said, it's hard to find a drummer, and this dude can do any genre. You know, and he's 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 learning the um, you know, the uh, metal uh, side of things. It's it is still kind of new to him, but but he. So I'm very thankful. You're so right about the drummer thing. Well, good luck yeah. on our drummer. Shit, shit. Yeah, good luck. I'll find him or I won't. You know, I, I refuse to ever uh, do backing tracks though because, man, my computers are. I was going to ask that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of grind people do that. You know. Yeah, and there's a uh, was agoraphobic agoraphobic nosebleed does that right? Is that the band? You know, I don't know. I, I've never heard of it. If I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you, if you like, do it right, if you do it right guys? and put on a good show, it's okay. Right. Yeah. You, you know. One of the guys from that band, I think that's the correct name. He's from Pig Destroyer. And I remember seeing this uh, Slave to the Grind documentary, him talking about the backing tracks. And it was like the first time they were ever going to do it or something. And they were like, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't ever want to put myself in a situation like that. Screw that, man. Like, go them. For <laughs> doing that, but. Yeah, I, I've been in awkward positions, man, uh, like that. My, I, I, one time real quick i played out show up in cleveland at peabody's my band had left me like two days before that well this is a big ass show so i just took them my uh, my uh backtrack the you know the blank without vocals and mm -hmm. i went up there with a buddy of mine he learned that he learned a couple of what he could on guitar and pretended with the rest really and um you know what though man it, i put my fucking heart and soul into that shit and they loved it they loved every second of it you know so yeah. Uh, you know, it, you might be surprised, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do it if you, you don't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I could find somebody great, if, if, if it takes fucking years to find somebody fine, you know, I've been doing this for a year already by myself and I have fun doing it. So as long as it takes, um, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll see what I can do in the meantime, but Yeah. <laughs> So have you ever thought about going into any other genres? I know you have that. What is it? I'm blue. Uh, in, in blue. Yeah. I do this weird electronic stuff. It's not like your typical EDM or like dancey crap. I mean, there's elements of that, but it's th think more, um, Aphex twin meets boards of Canada with some weird avant-garde ambient crap. I mean, I do a bunch of genres within that too, just for fun. Um, that's going to be a track trying to get that under. Well, Putting that on Spotify just because I'm kind of lazy and putting all that metadata <laughs> in there is going to be a pain in I the ass. I feel that. But, when you do everything yeah. yourself, it kind of gets a little, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'll find the time eventually and do that. Um, yeah, I do, I do that weird electronic crap. Um, and I guess with the metal stuff, I, uh, I, I, I recently I did these three instrumental covers of these Scottish folk songs, but they're more like punk and like kind of metally themselves more melodic metal okay 
the Skyboat song. I did Lock Lamond, and I did um, Hey Johnny Coke. Those are only on my Bandcamp, actually. I was iffy about putting those out just because they're covers and the, the art that I use were people's paintings, but I thought they were suiting to the songs. Can, you know, now, but. can people buy those there? Do you have a, do you have that option of like you can pay what you want or how? how do yeah, you... they're they're two dollars each. They're uh, they're okay. just on the Bandcamp though. Okay, yeah, our band did whatever you want to pay us or whatever, and it actually kind of was surprising, you know. Mm-hmm. It was better than nothing, but two bucks ain't shit, dude. For all the time you put into it and stuff, you know, people don't understand. It's just like an artist, you know, that has a painting. Like people, people really don't get uh, the time and effort that, that, that you put into those things and what it means to you more than anything. So mm-hmm. you did that. Um, is there a reason? Like, are you, are you? I don't know how to word this. I don't want to say getting away from grind. Like, do you want to be a musician? Like, is that what you want to do? Like, Oh yeah, of course, man. Like I hate fucking working jobs. I I door dash and I fucking have a hard time getting out the door from that. You know what I mean? But yeah, well I'll tell you this and you know, this. like I (laughs) it's hard to listen. I'm going to tell you straight up right now. Like, and you already know this. I don't even have to tell you this. Like with grind, that's not going to happen. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of them. That's even harder. Like, dude, the, the fucking crowd, like the fan base or that is, oh my gosh, it's such a niche thing, right? It's like a, um, a real niche crowd. It's like a cult, you know, like following mm-hmm. type of thing. Oh, a lot yeah. of people don't even know what the fuck it is. Um, mm-hmm. so does that make you like, have you, you so you, you delved into this, uh, these Irish folk covers. What, like, is there anything in your head saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to try to, um, cause I know Nympho's your baby. Like I, I can tell. And, have you ever thought about like breaking out of that and like putting more time into something more, not mainstream, but something more um, acceptable, uh, I guess you would say. No, I, I know what you're saying. Um, I could just kind of let it take me where it does. You know, I did father Russia and burn and uh, just cause I was in the mood for something like that. But as of right now, I think it's just going to be kind of brutal. This next EP is going to be pretty brutal. Um, it's it. Uh, we can it pissed you off. That. What's that? Who pissed you off? Oh, loads of people, man. Sometimes myself. <laughs> I don't realize until after the fact. You know what I mean? Well, fuck. I, I just had to ask. So who's dying in it? Who are you burying? Your dad? Is is you cutting your dad up in this one? Um, on this uh, this upcoming one, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I'm just being oh, a dick. So no, this I'm one's a- uh, this one actually. This next release is going to hopefully get a more positive message across. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's called The Beauty of Danger. And it just kind of sums up how hypocritical far-right people and religious people will judge somebody for their, their I don't know, kinks, fetishes, sexual orientation, and call it taboo when they themselves are doing much worse, <laughs> i.e. the Catholic Church. You know what I'm saying? Right, fucking kids. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my point for this this message I want to get across is do what the fuck you're going to do and don't worry about any judgment. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I agree. I totally agree with that, man. Um, 100 million percent. I agree with you. So that's a good message to put out there. It really truly is. I think, I think we don't see enough of that. Honestly. Um, I think we don't at all. We need more of that. Um, we really, really truly do. Yeah, definitely need to uh, call out, you know, what needs to be called out and people just, you know, blind eye to it. Like, like it doesn't happen. Like what happened to all those priests, they were all let off because of what I think it's the eighth, eighth amendment, like the pursuit of happiness, like something about, I don't know, dude, it's all fucky. It's really fucked. And it's just like, mm-hmm. man, man. 
you know, because I was I was raped when I was a child. So like it really like to see it, it fucking makes me sick to my stomach. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? Like really? Like dude, like nobody's gonna do anything. People are still going in these shirt. Like what? I just yeah. I, I'm I'm fucking baffled, man. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so like. Where do you get inspiration from the right, man? Like, like what, like in the middle of the night, like, or like, what do you do? Like when your days are like when you're off work or when you're driving, like explain uh, to me how you come up with a song. So in the past it's been, you know, people piss me off or something. Um, but just the socio-political climate and the political climate in general lately, I think has been inspiring me a lot too. But, um, I don't know. Oh. It just depends. Depends on the time. It, it, I don't know, man. Like, like the Scottish covers, they uh, they came out of nowhere because I went to a Celtic festival and kind of got in touch with my <laughs> my heritage a little bit. Hell yeah, me too. Hey, hey. You too? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm full Scottish Irish almost. Like it's like ninety oh, percent. Right. That's right. Yeah, James Davis McAllister. I mean, my 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 sisters and my brother's names are. Um, really are so uh but um let's uh let's jump to an ad break uh and we'll be right back with asf all right sounds good all right you guys all stay tuned we'll be right back i'm james james calcer and it's from the stash podcast I want to thank McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast, located at 10035 Johnsford Road, Beach City, Ohio, 44608, phone number 330-756-5019. Again, 330-756-5019. They take passion in brewing high-quality European-style artisan honey wine known as mead. It's available in 87 retail stores. It's also available in 36 different states to your front door. You can order online at www.mcalpinemead.com. Again, that's www.mcalpinemead.com. Hours of operation, Wednesday 4 to 10, Friday 4 to 12, Saturday 12 to 12, bands Fridays and Saturday nights. Thanks again to McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast. Now on to the show, folks. Hey, have you ever listened to your favorite album and thought, why doesn't my band sound this fucking crushing? Or maybe you want to record somewhere that you can be captured at your peak abilities. I'm Brandon, and I run Folsom Audio. Whether you need music taken from the ground up, or you just want to record through analog gear, Folsom Audio is your answer. Specializing in rap, hard rock, metal, as well as vocal production, and with 11 years mixing experience, your music will always sound the way it was meant to. Check us out at FolsomAudio.com. Here was Seth Darling, Nympho. Uh, we were discussing, we we're starting to discuss your like writing process or, or like what gives you the inspiration or like, you know, I because of the lyrics, or whatever, but I don't mean that. I mean like the writing process. Like what, what is that like for you? Since you're by yourself too, that's gotta be crazy, you know, cause you gotta write everything. Like how long does it take? You know, I'm, I'm curious. Um, so like I mentioned before, I guess we could start with those Scottish covers. Yeah. Um, I went to this Celtic festival at the end of March here in Albuquerque, like up in the mountains. And it, it got me in touch with my my Scottish roots, which is, isn't much. But um, I, I wanted to cover 
a couple songs that I saw this band do, Celtica Nova. They covered within their own arrangements, the Skyboat song and Lock Lamond and a bunch of other stuff too. But I did those two and used their arrangements as the foundation and kind of just like delved into the whole Scottish history thing and like was obsessed with it. Um, but as far as my like my own material, um, like you said, not not the lyrical content, but I guess as far as like writing the music, it, it really depends on, I guess, the initial uh, lyrical uh, inspiration too. But, you know, because certain things like if, if something is <clears throat> making me super angry, like say my dad <laughs> or the political climate and I want to write a song about it, I'll think of you know, the style that I want to go for. Usually in, in those cases, it's mostly brutal. Um, um, but then I want to do something new on top of it, uh, genre-wise, I guess. Um, I just did the song Idiocracy about a week, week and a half ago. And it's about, you know, it's anti-GOP and what have you. Um, but I looked up some inspiration and, like, quote unquote, how to's on how to do slam. And I kind of incorporated that into, into uh, the song stylistically and just kind of ran with it. And I think it came out being one of my favorite songs, to be honest, so far. Um, it's pretty heavy. I did some weird layering with my vocals too and kind of tried to get as low as I could without faking it. I, I pitched a little bit for the production reasons, but... Um, so, well, like, so, so what do you start with then? Do you, do you typically get a drum beat going? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I, I program the drums typically and then I write guitar to that. Um, okay. and kind of Interesting. To on the south, it. give it like a groove a little bit and a little flare, a little bit of, a little bit of flare within each riff. That's the complete opposite of how we do it. Any band does it. Yeah. Any band in the world, you know, they always yeah. have a, songwriter every good band has one songwriter uh, um and he typically comes up with a riff you know and he'll bring it to the team yeah you know? yeah so you're doing a complete opposite that is so interesting dude wow yeah just i need like a foundation to to run with you know what i mean sure. i'm looking at it on a screen i have to i have to program the thing um and then based on the rhythm where the kick and the snares and everything lie i kind of build around that and then i do the bass to that bass usually mocks the guitar um, so, and, then, and then I'll write lyrics listening to the instrumental over and over again with the concept in mind. And then I'll just scream and spit over it, you know? Right. So how long do you like, this is the loaded question because it's hard to answer this really because every song is different. Every song is, uh, you know, longer or shorter or whatever. Every song has a different time. Like, but typically like, what is that? How long is that process for you? Like, is it a week? Um, like, or do you get a right fucking uh, mind? No, it's way shorter than that, dude. I, I laid idiocracy down and, I don't know, average like six to eight hours, you know, with some electronic songs that I do. Um, yeah, like just in an afternoon, evening, like into, into the night so I can like export it and do the album art and all that shit. But um, It shows confidence. It shows your confidence um, because me, um, I'm still going back to like, I have a solo thing I'm doing and I'm still going back lyrically. Like every time I listen to it and questioning, well, <sighs> I change these two lines like two words i'm literally questioning two words in this song bro and i have been for a fucking month so like i admire you because bro i only do vocals and i cannot like i'll go back i'll change literally i'm not even kidding i'll change the song three months later 
Like if we haven't played it live, you know, like uh, in somewhere it's workshop in stone or whatever. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I need to stop that, you know, mm-hmm. because it drives me nuts. Because it's like when you think about it too much, then it's like you, you're. It typically turns out not. I don't want to say not as good, but it, when you're over questioning yourself, you overcompensate for something, or you you know you you do something you typically wouldn't do, or whatever it may be, and. Uh, so I admire you for being able to just sit there and fucking do that and like be confident enough to put it out on the internet. That's, that's just some balls. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I like, I overthink shit too. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, oh, I, you do. I could tell you or anything by any means. I'm not a genius, but like, I'll just do shit from the heart, especially in this, you know, this music is raw as what, what I'm doing. Um, it tends, it tends to come from the heart. A little easier so that i had that in my favor but um i do overthink a lot of shit even artwork i have to like line things up perfectly and do all that tedious bullshit too you know graphic art bro i do all my own graphic art and i, and I have clients you know like I, you know in fact i was doing a little video prior to this i gotta finish like mm-hmm. dude I, st- I kind of stopped though. I kind of stopped with it. Now, if I'm making a logo for somebody or something like that, then it's different. But like, if it's, if it's um a flyer or something like that, I'm just like going with the basic shit. Like I'm done making these flyers look fucking crazy good. You know what I'm done with it. If they're, I'm putting them out there basic and it is what it is. <laughs> so I hear you on that. So like, would you consider yourself OCD? Oh dude, totally. Dude. I have a routine when I go to sleep where I had like three set- sets of things I got to do. I, I got to take oh, care of myself. God. I got to turn all my shit off, like the computer and all that. Going off three times. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And then I got to take care of the cats. But my OCD gets in the way to where I'm like, did I do that? Did I do oh that? I hold dude. my fingers up to count the sections. I, like, I'm fucking. I got to warn you. Being in a band, dude, it's going to be it's gonna be tough for you. Especially, like, are you going to, like, let's say you move on with the band. Let's say that you have a full, and this is hypothetical. Would you allow them to be in the writing process, or are you just going to write it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, we do my old shit, you know, I st- when I started this a year ago, and they, they like what I do. These At least the ones, the people I'm talking to now, they love it. Actually, the, oh. the, the, the potential guitarist guy, um, he wants to go by, um, he's from Santa Fe. He's really cool. I'll plug him right here. Let me look up his his name so I pronounce it right. He uses a Japanese moniker for his, uh, it's, it's from like a show or something. It's Lekuro Neko. What is it? Um, Lekuro Neko. L-E-K-U-R-O-N-E-K-O. Neko. K-U-R-O N-E-K-O. Yeah. He, um, I couldn't tell you. No, yeah, he he is he's so down to play whatever it is. And he just sent me a couple of videos because we haven't gotten together yet to jam for me to show him the riffs and things. He sent right. me a couple videos literally just now, saying, "Hey, is this right?" And he's trying to get as close as he can. Oh, by on his awesome. before I show him. So I mean, yeah, hell yeah, dude! Like I'm so That's down because he's down to play what I want to do. I want to write new shit with people. Especially- well, I was gonna say right, even if it doesn't work out full band, man. Do you know how? Do you know Sky Eats Airplane? Have you ever heard right. of them? The name sounds vaguely familiar, yeah. Okay, they were big on fucking MySpace. It was a two-piece. It was like electronic. <sighs> they had spazzy parts, but they weren't grind at all. Mm. And Jerry was their vocalist, and he went on to do uh, Glass Cloud. Uh, he was in a Mice and Men for a minute. Uh, but anyway, they started out that way. They had a computer and a guitarist and a singer, bro. Mm. And, and they they uh, people fucking loved it, dude. Like they were the Sky's Airplanes was like one of the top MySpace fans at that time. Sky East Airplane is that it? And then they formed a full a, a label, signed them, and, and built them a band. 
it's real raw too real raw raw ass recordings like super fucking raw i'll have to if you i'll have to um here fuck um i'm gonna make a note of it here um that uh, you should fucking go and uh, listen to it. So that way I remember because yeah, send me a message real quick. And it'll I'll... be inspiration for you to be confident enough. Mm-hmm. Like when you see these crowd, oh, well, shit, I don't know if you can find videos, but the, I, I promise you they were, it was super fucking popular. Like it was huge. And again, it, was, it had electronic in it, you know, so it, uh, that's going to be, you know, it's kind of like a pass, right? If you have that in there and you don't have a drummer or whatever, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I, I think that, you know, I think that what you ha- you need to share that with people and not just on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I tell a lot of rappers that, that, these SoundCloud rappers. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, okay, that's great. You're making this music and you're putting mm-hmm. it on fucking SoundCloud, but for who, for what? Exactly. Yeah, is it okay, whatever. But a lot of these rappers aren't like that. They're, well, I'm making, you know, I'm making a bag or, I'll, you know, this, that. And it's like, well, like, if you go and show this to people, maybe you can. And it just disturbs me because the greatest aspect of music is not the writing, not the listening, none of that, none of that, none of that at all. It's, it's, it's experiencing with other like-minded people while you're watching the, the same or that you find out about. It's like, it's, I can't explain the experience. You've been to concerts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's the best feeling of music. It's why people make music straight up. Like, yeah, we make it for ourselves, but we make it to share it with other people, you know, and you exactly. do on the internet. But like, like, do you have a urge? Like, I know you're trying to get a band together, but like, have you ever almost done a show? Like, not even close, dude. Um, I don't know. Like, it surprises it me. It's on the group of people that I, I I've jammed with and talked about doing a band with. Sometimes we don't click, or we have a falling out, or sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just fearful of of performing. You know, I've never thought about doing vocals, like. And, and been at least 50% sure about doing vocals live. Like, yeah, I've, I've played guitar a few times with the band or a couple bands or something, but even then I was super nervous. So I'm pushing myself even further to say, Hey, you know what? People are going to hate your fucking voice. They already, some of them don't like it at all, you know, but that, that just comes with the territory. But for I me, say that. for me of all people to get on stage and do vocals and scream like a pterodactyl is terrifying, dude. Like, but listen, I'm still going to try it. I'm still going to try it. You should, because I'm telling you, once you get over it, you're, you're going to find your new, it's, it's a drug and you're going to fall in love and you're going to chase that dragon for the rest Mm -hmm. of your fun. As long as you can't try. I know. Listen, I was 17 scared to death. You know, it was Campfield fair, a big ass fair. 2000 people were there. It was the, uh, yeah, it's huge fair, bro. It's just fair that like, you know, big country stars come and, you know, play. Right. And, And like on, this was like on a Thursday or some shit, Thursday night. We were playing with, um, fuck, I can't remember their goddamn name, but they won the Mountain Dew High School Rock Off Battle of the Bands. And they were from that area. So it was fucking packed. I mean, you know, we're talking like 30,000 to 50,000 people go through this thing a day. So 2,000 people, man. And I'll never, I had a glove on my left hand. I'll never forget this shit, bro. Oh my God. Like Michael Jackson. And, I was um, just thinking that, yeah. Yeah, we did Census Fail. We covered Census Fail. Um, fuck, I, I can't even remember. And a static lullaby. Um, and I fucked up both of them. Um, but it was kind of not noticeable. I mean, you know, obviously the people knew the songs, knew it, and the band knew it. But after that, dude, like, I just was like, oh my God, when's the next fucking show? Holy shit. And I got spoiled by playing for 2000 people. I really did. You know what I mean? Because then the next show, it's like 50, 60, which is a lot at a local show. 
So right, yeah. I, I, I tell that story so that pe- it encourages people because you know, you're going to fuck up. And, and especially with what you do, people expect you to have some slip ups here and there. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. I think you'll shock yourself though. Have you ever, yeah. um, have you ever sat and done a song like outside of recording, like, you know, just sitting there doing it? Um, yeah, in the car a few times, you know, I think next couple of days I'll probably end up doing that some more. Um, I got to roll the windows up when I do it. Though. <laughs> but, uh, I could even teach you, you need to take, like, it's very, very important breathing. Like if you can get your breathing process down and figure out, you mm-hmm. know, what you need to take your breaths and shit like that for that. Yeah. Because you're going to destroy your throat. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to want to protect See, it's your weird, throat. man. I do inhales, but my throat never gets hurt. I, I'm doing the, the technique properly other than the breathing. You know what I mean? So I can keep going. My throat never hurt. Like a 30-minute set, you know, or a 20-minute set or something yeah, like that. That's gonna, what's been going through like, my head lately. Yeah, like Joffrey Cowboy, that was their downfall, right? You know, because, you know, their vocal, I mean, it, it just tore them up. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. And, and that's why a lot of those bands don't last very long that do do inhales. Um, you know, and the ones that do are, just, I don't know, they, they're fucking uh, not of this earth, you know, because that is, yeah. I've done it. I did it a little bit kind of, you know, I, I've done it a little bit, but like it, it just not, it wasn't for me, you know, and, and I didn't like the way it made my throat feel because I was in choir boy and shit like that, you know. Um, so I didn't, I, I knew it was wrong. I, it was, oh my God, this is just all wrong. I don't like this. This is damaging my throat, you know, because still, you know, now at 34, you know, uh, when I started, I'd rather die. Um, you know, I had to break the calluses in my throat, you know, and it bled and shit because I hadn't screamed and didn't, didn't so long. So I'm just saying, man, just protect your throat, get chloroseptic sprays and shit like that. Oh know? yeah, for sure, dude. For and, sure. and it'll protect it. But there's, there's a spiel for all those people out there that, uh, um, you know, would be afraid to get on stage and, and all those people that are uh, afraid, you know, will, will hurt their voice. So, well, that's with that said, um, what are your, like, what's your future plans? Like, I know you, it's with the band, but like, do you have anything coming up? What do you got going on here? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I, I have that EP in the works. I actually did an instrumental for the third track out of five. Um, two of them are already done. You've heard one of them. It's in that promo um, that you you did for me. Um, so I want to finish that. I want to finish that EP. Uh, it's called the beauty of danger. I'm hoping to get that out by the end of this month, if not sometime next month. Um, but it, it'll be coming out soon. And then probably within a week after the Bandcamp release, it will be on Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, all that. Um, of course the band, I guess just kind of just working with that right now, maybe some new merch designs for fun. If people want physical copies of, of what I've done, then that is totally an option too. I just got the means and knowledge to be able to do that as well. I want a shirt. God damn it. You want a shirt? Well, they're on red bubble. I don't have, I can't. They are. They are no shit. <laughs> let me go look, dude. No shit. I did not know that. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me pull that up. if I go to red bubble right now, it'll just, uh, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh, there it so is. I, I know the it's shop, the sh- uh, my shop is Seth D Music because I, I might put some in blue stuff up there at some point too. But right now it's just an info. Seth D hyphen music, all lowercase. All um, Seth D. If you find me, remember I told you about the links. Um, it, you know, just um, get me. You know, be sure to put this one. You know, put every link you got. I mean, perfect. Shit. yeah, perfect, um, definitely, I'm, definitely. We're going out. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I gotta. I might change that anti GOP one, make it a little cooler. But um, 
I got a few um, uh, shirts up there. And then I have the one with the basic logo on it for, for hats and pins as well, just to kind of get some variety in there. I, I really like the plain logo on, on a hat, man. I really want one of those. But yeah, Red Bubble, and then I'll send you the link um, so people can see it in the description of this That's podcast too. Boom. Let's see here. Oh, are you looking it up? Yeah, well, absolutely, man. Oh, because okay. yeah, all right. Set the music view. I'll just send you the link actually. You're the shop. He joined April 2022. Yes, sir. There's the link. Huh? Your beard. You got a sexy beard in that picture. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. That was after my first haircut. Bro, it says mature content. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> well, I want to fall. movies oh, and things, you know, because mm. why not? Come on, show me the show me the display the mature content. God damn it. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't. You oh, didn't. Did. You didn't. You're you're a psycho. You're a fucking psycho. I can't believe <laughs> right. they let you sell that. I can't believe they let you sell that. This is so awesome. Oh yeah, they give you the mature content option, so you know why not? Yeah. Sure, it's all worse than just a pair of boobs. You know, it's just it's the oh, human yeah. body, and that just goes along with the concept for this EP coming out. Like it's Dude, just boobs. Be- Get over Dude. it, man. It's, it's well. Well. what's people that? Buy, people buy the fuck out of. Shirt, dude. For right now, oh yeah, like I love that one, man. Father Russia one's cool. Hell yeah, (laughs) go off there, but like, dude, that's fucking great. I can't believe it, folks. You got to see it. It, I'll, I'll just say this, man. It's uh, it's, it's, it's pretty. Um, it's yeah, it's uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have to give credit where it's due. Like earlier about my dad and the my music equipment, my girlfriend. Uh Uh, while I was writing the lyrics for this, I was going to call it War, which is, you know, just basic and, and kind of dumb. But it was about it's about Ukraine and, and the Russian invasion. I am pro Ukraine, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you're not, yeah. go, die. go die if you're not. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be talking to you otherwise. But she came up with she wrote a she wrote the second verse in the song, and she came up with the name. She goes because I was comparing it this invasion to to uh hitler essentially and she go she goes instead of mother russia why don't you call it father russia like the fatherland in yes. world war ii with hitler That's and i was perfect. like oh my god that is fucking genius so she came up with the name for that and wrote and wrote a verse in the song too so dude i just don't know the only the only thing is dude i don't know where the fuck I, I definitely couldn't wear it just because my business, right? Because people go, oh, like, yeah, of course not. But, but this pair of titties, though, I'm thinking, dude, I want that Father Russia shirt bad. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one would would you not wear? The titties or um, titties Russia? are Father Russia, dude. I would get some shit for that. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. Yeah, just because of what I'm in, and I'm in the hip hop scene, and anything like that, you know, I gotta be very, very careful. And understandably so. Like I understand, you know. And well, if they know who Putin is, I'm sure they get it. You know. Absolutely, man. You know, times have changed, bro. Like they really have. I'm almost a boomer, so you know, it's a little different for me. And you do live in a different (laughs) part of the you know world than I do, right? You know. Yeah. Um, I live about around a bunch of fucking Yeehaw America Budweiser people, you know. So <laughs> if I saw it be you fucking Nazi, you fucking. But but it's, it's funny because they're the ones that are like Nazis, you know. Like, I, yeah, I hear you. 
<laughs> well, there's oh, a, yeah, that's just a weird face, man. Yeah, dude. I, you know, in fact, we can talk about whatever you want, man. Uh, you know, we got about like 20 minutes here that we can go. And uh, yeah, you know, so if you want to bullshit about some things and get some shit off your chest, man, this is an open platform to do that. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, even if I don't agree with you, bro, I don't care. Like, you know, um, you can say whatever you want. So, like, with this, why the fuck is it? I'm not fucking. I'm gonna say it. Why isn't America over there right now stopping this? Uh, it's it's a NATO thing. You know, we don't want World War Three. So trying to to at least from what I'm I've gathered, um, we don't want to interfere in that sense because we don't want to start a, a series of events that could be devastating to the rest of the world. We're trying to help Ukraine in the most civilized way possible. And well, listen, he's already like, I wish we could help them. I, I, I kind of get why we're not fighting okay. around right now. All right. I, can I rebuttal? Sure. All yeah. right. All right. He's damn near taking over Ukraine. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's going to do next? Honestly, nobody, I have no idea. Nobody does. Terrified, terrified though. Nobody stopped. I, nobody cared. Nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. So he thinks he's fucking invisible. What do you think he's going to do? Poland's next. You think you like he's literally you called that right there that shirt you made, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like what the what the fuck what in the fuck is going on? Like it's like I'm in a twilight zone, dude. Like have you watched videos? Go watch Vice City, uh, Vice News. Right? They're a, they're 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 anti bias. They're they don't they don't have a bias towards anything. They just go report the news. And bro, if you go watch that, I think you'll change your mind because the things they're doing over there are just devastating. You know, like it, it's. I can't believe it. You know, I'm just shocked that we're like, we're supposed to be this big, broad, you know, power and, you know, helping people and and shit like that. Nobody, nobody's helping them. You know, it just blows my mind. It's crazy. You know, because if he gets away with that, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Like that, you know, that, that just gives incentive for other leaders and shit like that to be able to get away. Why? Because he's who cares? Like, what, like what does Russia? Apparently China wants, well, they've always wanted Taiwan. Apparently they're, they could try again to take over Taiwan too, you know? Watch, yeah, we if we're just you know it's like boom, boom, boom. Which I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I do care because I care about innocent people being murdered maliciously, you know, in terrible ways. But it's you know, it's it's scary, man. The fact that we're living almost in a it, think about it this way, right? Hitler killed the Jews, right? Well, this guy's killing the Ukrainians. Now, there's not as many. I'll give you that. But it's it's the same. Oh, you're Ukrainian, you know? Uh-uh. This, you know. It's, it's a fucking very- genocide, dude. I even say that flat out in the song. I'm like, this is Ukrainian genocide. And like halfway in the chorus. So, like, it is. It is. That's what I'm getting at. And that's why I'm, yeah, confused. Exactly. I'm confused on how we, by just, just moralistically, we can sit there and watch that happen. Knowing we're hands down the most, well, aside from china because ukraine proved that russia is a bunch of fucking pussies like they held them back for how fucking long and let's be honest dude look at russia look at ukraine ukraine doesn't even have like an air force and shit or like an i mean come on dude you know mm. what i mean like and they held them off for a long i haven't checked in to see but i'm pretty well, sure I, first I thing look. fucking russia did was knock out the airfield right and what right and what they have like fucking five ten planes you know what i mean it's like I, it's I, don't to say. I don't want to say for sure because i have no idea well, but i know that's what they did the moment they got in there like 
I'll tell you this. They don't have many, right? They're a poor ass country. They're very, very poor. Like their minimum wage is like 150. I forget. It's like $150. What ours is for like two weeks, something like that. It's something wild. So it's a poverty, you know, hmm. place, you know, but the people are happy people, you know, they, they're used to that. It's, it's how they, you know, and the, their leaders, he's, he's, you know, but you know, it's, I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm dreaming and it's not real. You know, I try not to look at it very much because I don't watch TV or anything, but I do look into that because I'm into death. I love death. I'm fucking obsessed with it. So like I'll type in 9-11 watching people die and you jumping out and I'll type in planes or people, you know, getting death. I just, I love death for whatever reason, you know, serial killers. It's the whole fascinating for sure. It doesn't mean, you know, it's right though. No, I don't agree with it at all. I don't. I think it's fucking disgusting. I don't know why I'm obsessed with it. It's weird. Really no, I, I mean, it's not right in the sense, you know, what's happening over in Ukraine. And I'm not by, by drawing attention to Ukraine with my music or whatever. I'm not trying to draw attention away from all the other shit happening in other countries either. It's just as bad. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I it want is- people to know that because I've, I've thought about that myself. And I'm like, you know, this shit happens everywhere. This isn't just happening there. You know what I mean? I don't want people to think that that's. I'm that narrow-minded. I'm aware, dude. Like, you're right. You're right. I was gonna say taking over countries. United States. We've taken over Syria. We've taken over Afghanistan. I mean, even shit that's happening within other countries. Not even us. Us removed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm aware that this this genocidal shit happens. Fucking. Oh yeah, we're the worst. Shit, we're the worst. Shit. We, you know, like I, I, I hate this country, man. I do. I can't stand it. I, I have been that way since I was 13, man. I, I, Cause like I, a lot of the things I don't understand, they don't make any sense like at all. There's, there's no, I mean, just a lot of the things, you know, like gas right now. Right. It makes zero fucking sense. You know, the way they tax people makes zero fucking sense. You know, um, there, there's just a lot of things in this country that I do not like at all. Uh, I mean, the, one of the main things is the child trafficking. I just don't fuck with that, you know. Oh, more than no, man. I have a newfound love for Ashton Kutcher after my girlfriend told me what he's done because what's he done? Um, maybe maybe it wasn't him, or was it him? Somebody, some celebrity's husband. Hey, babe. Let me ask her real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, get her up in here. Hey, baby. I have a question. The celebrity. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember Anthony Bourdain. His, oh, yeah. Something about that. His, what he? No, no, no. His, his, uh, I think it was his wife, right? His girlfriend before he mm-hmm. died. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was involved with helping people who she was a victim of, of, of trafficking and everything. Right. Okay. And he was, he was one of the, the he was an advocate for people who had been through that kind of shit. You know, I was I said Ashton Kutcher because obviously Mila Kunis is Ukrainian, so I was confusing the two and the current events also. But yeah, Anthony Bourdain was an av- advocate for for child trafficking. You know, not for it. But you know, you know what I'm saying though. Like he was okay. um, an, an activist for helping people who had been through that trauma is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Um. So, I mean, I have a newfound love for that man, even though, you know, rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain. And I have a newfound love for Ashton Kutcher, knowing what him and Mila Kunis do uh, with, with charity as well. You know, if I, if I, if I was gay, Ashton Kutcher would be the man I'd be lusting over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, is a good I am now. he is just a he's wonderful a ter- human ter- being. He's a terrible actor, but he's a good looking fellow. 
<laughs> I like him. I mean, Kelso is pretty pretty dope, but you know, <laughs> I'm just a harsh asshole. I I just keep shit the way. You no, know. you're good. You're good. You're good. He's obviously not a terrible actor. Or not. Dude, yeah, I have a suggestion. Um, you should make an info shirt uh, with just your logo, like the shirt, you know? You know, that uh, was the first design that I did, but I felt it was too bare bones. I mean, I could try it. I might replace that anti-GOP one with that or add it to add it to the set just of hats just, and shit. Yeah, just add it with, with the hats and make it as big yeah. as you can. Other ones, just have nipple on the titties. Just right there, boom, right on the chest. Boom. <laughs> right, right. The cool thing about Redbubble is it, it formats your design for you, so it puts it in the right spot about 99% of the time. Right. I was no going to say. Design is. It's pretty yeah. cool. That is cool. Um, I'm not endorsed I, uh, or anything. Like I just think they're a pretty dope-ass Company. Yeah, well, if, if I may ask, and you don't have to answer, and you can tell me afterwards what, like, what is the percentage like? Because I, I was gonna use Teespring, but like, mm. I know a guy that I get fifty shirts, different. I can get like two colors front and back, uh, you know, nice, nice ass shirts, um, for like three hundred nine dollars. That's like six something a shirt, you know. So it's like that's it, not bad you know, at all, man. It's not. It's fucking really cheap, dude. Like, so, really- yeah, to answer your question, um you can set your own markups for your, your products and you can based on individual product. If you want to, I have mine at 1% because I don't care about making 10 cents off a shirt. You know what I mean? I don't want the prices for the customer to be outrageous because my markups are super high for one, but I also just want people to wear my shit if they, if they want to. Right. I just want as many out there as possible. I can't screen print, so this is the next best thing. It's funny. It's funny you say that. You know, I want to get as many out there as I want to. Man, I got two fucking chicks with hot, with titties hanging now. Uh, I got <laughs> the next Hitler, our modern day Hitler. You know, Dude, I'm gonna end up getting that, and it's just gonna take me time to convince myself. Oh, you're like, good. I probably get like ten cents. I don't give a shit as long as you're wearing it and you like tag me or something. Cool. Well, dude, let me like just cash app and you send me one. Or oh, you don't have them, do you? Because they're on there. That's no, right. they're there. You have to pay for it through the site. Unfortunately, that is cool. That oh, that's cool that their sites like this, though, man. Yeah, exactly. The mod- modern age is pretty great. In some ways, yeah. Well, you know, because merchandising is the one of the main things I tell my artists in the artist development that like getting the artist development program. Like when when I'm developing them, you know, I tell them that you know merchandising is is like ninety percent of your profit, especially when you first start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so if, a you want to make it catchy. You know, b you want to um, you know, make sure you have it so that when you go to these shows, somebody can leave with a piece of you if they like you. Exactly. Um, you know, exactly. I'll tell. Them, even wristbands, y'all be like, get wristbands. They're dirt cheap. You can get them, you can get like fucking 200 for like 30, 40, 50 bucks. You know, um, it, it's just, it's key. It's very essential to any, any, uh, uh, any, well, I mean, yeah, any, 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 uh, genre. I mean, that's how, that's why you think bands mark their shirts up for like 40, 50 bucks. Like, you know, like the big bands, you know, like shit. Prada, Prada and them are probably selling their shirts. Don't worry, Prada, they're probably selling their shirts for like 30, 35 now. I don't know. I haven't been in a show in a minute. Yeah, and but, they can though because they're you know, obviously a bigger band. So. Right, but that's that's like that's their bread and butter too, though. It's exactly. crazy, man. I mean, they're on a good label, so maybe it's not. Maybe they they're they're not being completely butt fucked. But um, yeah, merchandising's huge, dude. Mm-hmm. Like this is really good, man. I can't stop looking at it. I'm like, man, these are good. Well, and then there's two pairs of titties too. But who doesn't like boobies, man? Shit that shit that's funny. usually considered taboo is just ridiculous most of the time but this like, right. I, I wear that on a, on a shirt i'm like bro it's just the human body and people like boots. you are against the grain right now like totally bro like you are like fucking rebel and rebel and a half man holy shit i'm gonna get arrested if i wore this shit here 
what the, the Father Russia one? Yeah, bro, for real, dude. <laughs> oh, that's on you, man. If you want it and you wear it, that's up to you. But like, it's <laughs> Listen to you. yeah, no, I'm. It's your fault. Nah, I, I, it's I'm, my fault. <laughs> all right, it's Redbubble. It's Redbubble's fault. I'm fucking suing. <laughs> they should have. They should have flagged this the moment it was put online. Just said mature content. I thought it meant it was just you had to be 18 to buy it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I'm, I'm actually. I'm actually going to design right now the logo shirt. That was the first design I had for a shirt, but I actually deleted it. But now that you say it, I think as right, we're talking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it back up there. It gives, listen, it gives somebody that wants to wear their shit to school, right? What if a 16-year-old doesn't exactly. someone? No. Exactly. They're like, hey, hey, mommy, can I, can I get that shirt? No. Are you listening to? Are you listening to the devil? <laughs> There's still people that think that way, unfortunately. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Stigma, that's the stigma I'd like to help break. You yeah, know. you're one of the. You're a very. You're a very sweet person. You are, man. You're a genuine person. You're a genuine guy, dude. Dude, listen. Every grindcore actor band I met, the fermentation group I was talking about, they're a father son piece, right? Father mm-hmm. plays guitar, son plays drums. Uh, or I mean, I'm sorry, does vocals. They have a drum machine. Now there mm-hmm. you go. There's another one, fermentation, and they were bringing in crowds, bro. Um, like it. <laughs> It's weird, and I don't know if it's just because I got lucky, but every single fucking grind band I met was f- awesome, phenomenal, cool ass people. You know, always always were very um, fun. You know, weren't uh, they were very respectful? Like, oh, captain, my captain. I'm gonna give you a list of these bands that I used to uh, play and like tour with. Um, oh, yeah, we were always a link or a list. Yeah, like there's time we came with broken teeth. Um, like, dude, there's so many that we, you know, or, well, we came from Geenet. They were an internet thing. They were the biggest grind core band on MySpace. Shit, they were like top three acts on MySpace for a minute. Um, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, dude, on MySpace had millions and millions, dude, like 35 million plays and shit. Like, dude, it was insane how popular they were. And it was actually my friend, Nikki. Hi, Nikki, Nikki Davis. Uh, oh, yeah. The they, one you mentioned to me the other day, right? Yes, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, with the fucking ridiculous, uh, like there's like 19 drum kicks. Like, it's like, dude, all right, dude, chill out. Um, but <laughs> wait, I just gotta, oh, come on, no, 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 damn it. Yeah, I'm actually gonna add that. I'm gonna add the basic logo to Redbubble right now as we're talking. So, anyone who wants just the logo and nothing offensive because you work for a law firm or you're a <laughs> thing, there's the option. <laughs> if, yeah, I'm gonna get one for my mom. <clears throat> What's up? Or your mom? Oh, my mom, yeah, she'd be like, oh my, my mom's a Bible thumper. Um, oh, I got you. Okay. And she'd be like, she'd be like, she'd be like, oh my fucking god, James, I ain't wearing that fucking shit. And it's like, <laughs> you know, for real, that's what she'd say. I mean, she is a Bible thumper. I, you know, no, I get it. I get. I get it. I when I was little, watch your fucking mouth, god damn it. You know, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Stop fucking cussing. Exactly. It's exactly what it was, bro. It was hilarious. We used to piss her off just for her to do that, like you know, yell at us because we always hear this. I mean, no offense. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I live there, man. I live in a uh, big ass, uh, you know, six bedroom, uh, two bath, two kids. I'm very fortunate. I've, I'm very, very lucky. My mother's a very uh, successful woman, and I'm yeah. to be able. To, I wouldn't be able to pursue what I pursue, Seth. You know, it wouldn't have been humanly possible. I'm just now to a point where I'm starting to make money. You know, like money, money, right? You know, um, and it took me to be a manager for hip hop, right? You know, it took me almost 20 years to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But how old are you, know, you? If you don't mind me asking, I'll, I'm 34, I'll be 35. Um, oh, okay, September okay. 10th, the gotcha. day before the yeah, the day before, um, you know, uh, fucking September 11th, uh, 
get the good old holiday of September 11th. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking, um, we're getting towards the end. Um, we got a couple minutes here. Uh, I want to give you the floor and say what you want. Um, promote what you want. I'm, I'm, and again, I'm, I'll have all the links down in the, in the description for everything. So, uh, take the floor, Seth. It's all you, man. Sure. Um, I have an EP coming out either the end of this month or June, depending on what life throws at me. Um, I'm halfway done with it. I have the album art pretty much squared away. Um, oh, also, I forgot to mention the album cover. I showed you it like a week ago. The model on the front, um, her and the photographer are on Instagram. I, I tagged them in, in the post on my Instagram as well for Nympho, Nymph- at Nympho313. Um, all lowercase, blah, blah, blah. Um, the photographer's handle is best of B side and the model is spooky or I believe at captain Wonderbra, and they're both from Hamburg, Germany. And they're, they're fantastic at what they do as well. Um, she's on the front looking all cool with like a blue pixie cut and stuff. Uh, anyway. Oh yeah. I have that coming out this month or next month. Um, I'll have a band at some point in the future, depending on if I could find a drummer soon or not, <laughs> and, you know, rehearsals and whatever. Um, go stream my stuff on Spotify, Apple music. It's on YouTube as well. And every other platform you could imagine. Um, I'll be uploading constantly cause I make music at a regular rate. So just keep an, keep an ear out, keep an eye out on Instagram for that, uh, for promo. And that's it, man. Thanks for having me on here, dude. This has been a blast. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for being patient and uh, you know dealing with uh, the fucking you know the schedules and, and uh, oh, you know the, the technical difficulties. Um, you know that's why I you know I bought bought some new stuff today, so hopefully oh, cool. I won't. Yeah, I won't uh, have to worry about this so much. You know, but I, it was a pleasure, man. And I think that um, I think that again, people, people don't, don't judge just because you hear the word grindcore. Um, it's much more, you know, like, like his project in blue and there's songs on, you know, in Nympho's discography that, that were earlier mentioned, um, that, uh, you know, are completely different than, than what you would think, you know, and give it a chance. Don't just dismiss it right away. A lot of people do. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it used to be one of my favorite genres and then it kind of died, you know, and, Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth, I, you know, you're one of the very few people I know. There's like none around here. There's like no grind around here. So it, it was uh, nice to, you know, uh, meet you and then now have you on the show. It'll, I think it'll bring awareness, you know, hashtag make grind uh, get great again. You know, I'm thinking about putting that on a shirt too. I'll uh... do it. Yeah. Has that already been copywritten or copyrighted? No, no. It, I it, make, no. Gore grind great again somewhere the other day, but I wasn't sure if grind itself make grind great again was already i don't see how you you can't really copyright that it's too common of a phrase i mean you can't i mean it's too common of words right like you can copyright a word if you make that word up like pepsi okay um Mm -hmm. or trademark or what what anyway in trademark well the trademarks are more logos but like you can't like that's why you see the devil wears prada right there's Mm -hmm. a movie there's a kama sutra book you cannot like copyright shit that's like commonplace you know so it's it's a fuzzy road you gotta look look like look at you know do your own research but you know uh, mm-hmm. it's it's very uh you copyright like a writing you know like a like a poem or a song or something like that yeah, exactly. that's not the original right but you know 
you didn't make the words up, you know, make grind great again or whatever it is. Do it. Fuck it. You, I mean, you put yeah. I'll just try it, dude, and see what happens. I'm, I'm a nobody right now, so fuck it. Maybe I can get away with it at least for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you're here. And I'm hoping that, um, you know, that we, you know, at least create a little bit of buzz. Because I know up here it used to be a big scene. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe, maybe you know, someone share with some of my buddies that are, you know, into it. So mm. uh, I'm hoping that this helps you. And, and uh, we'll be checking in on you. Don't worry. Um, I'm sure uh, sooner than later, you know, we'll have you back. But I appreciate your time, and uh, I'm James Davis McAllister, your host of From the Stash Podcast. And until next time, remember you can support the podcast by clicking that support button. I really appreciate it. Peace.